drop. Hey, Idaho Dems, welcome back to another episode of ID Pod, where we talk about Idaho politics and how it affects you, the voter. We're your hosts. I'm Jesse. I'm Lindsay. And we are sitting 200 and some miles away from each other right now as we record this podcast, as we're both home. Coming to you live from quarantine. Yes, live from quarantine. Well, not live, but. <laughs> Recorded from quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a stand up comedy special. Um, yeah. <laughs> we, today on the show, we have Cheyenne Davis, who is the Best Practices Institute Director for the DNC. She is their training director and goes around the country doing trainings from everything from political work to communications work to fundraising, you name it. Cheyenne used to be a field dir- uh, the field director, data director, uh, executive director, all in Kansas. So she has a wealth of knowledge and we're really excited to have her on today. Uh, via Zoom. It is quite the resume. <laughs> it is quite the resume. She she's Aren't done it all. <laughs> That's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. Yeah, she and she's come to Idaho before. She mentions that, but uh, yeah, she has. We we. So we know Cheyenne. Yeah, we know Cheyenne well. She's a great person, and I actually was lucky enough to go to be in Vegas for the caucuses back in February, which seems like eighteen lifetimes ago. It really does. It wow. was barely a month ago, and. That is Cheyenne and I trained folks um, all over the state how to use iPads and caucus tools and whatnot. She's just an amazing trainer, amazing person, and was a great guest on the show today. Yeah, we're really excited to have her talk about um, campaigning during this whole craziness of COVID-19. A lot of candidates are kind of at a point where they're like, I don't know what to do if I can't Right. Um, and so Cheyenne gives us a ton of information of things that you can do during this time of uncertainty with your campaign so that you're still making voter contact even without being able to be on a voter's doorstep. Yeah, and even some insight on local Democratic parties. So yeah. even if you're not running for office and you're not that campaign or that candidate, there's still options for you to continue to build your county party even when yeah. you can't really leave your home now that there's a stay-at-home order in Idaho. so um, yeah. Yeah. Which I think all of our county parties would be really excited to hear and um, to learn about. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we hope you guys would really enjoy this podcast. Um, we'll be including all of the links mentioned throughout the podcast in the show notes. So make sure to head there afterwards so you can get all the information uh, that we mentioned in this podcast. Yeah. We'll catch you guys after the show. Well, welcome, Cheyenne, to ID Pod, our Idaho Democratic politics podcast that we do out here in Idaho, joining us from Washington, D.C. Would you mind telling the, the listeners a little bit about yourself and who you are and where you're from? Absolutely. And thank you all so much for having me. Uh, my name is Cheyenne Davis. I am the uh, national director of the Best Practices Institute, which is our training department. Uh, here at the DNC, uh, and we are shared with the ASDC, the Association of State Democratic Committees. Um, So we get to work really closely with all of our state parties, um, Idaho included. I was just out there earlier uh, last year and uh, had a fantastic time training some Idaho Dems. So glad to be back, at least virtually. We're glad to have you. Yeah, we saw you pretty recently, um, you and Sam both. um, Yeah. So that was really fun. Um, we ask everybody who comes on our podcast what their favorite potato dish is. So, oh, what's wow. your favorite potato dish? 
every potato always, but uh, definitely cheesy taters. Any kind of cheesy tater, whatever format they oh, come Oh, so in. just any type of potato with cheese on it. Yes, the combination of cheese yeah. and potato is unmatchable in the modern yeah. era. That's so cool. Cheyenne is also a sucker for just cheese pizza, I know. Um, so I think cheese, cheese just anything. in general is, yeah. <laughs> Cheese in general, but with a potato is especially uh, valuable in my I opinion. agree. Cheese makes everything better. No, no kidding. Yes. So Cheyenne, we're living in quite a unique time right now, I think is one way to say it. Um, but speaking to politics in general, this is changing the ballgame almost entirely to what we're used to doing in politics. Knocking on doors, being, you know, holding rallies, doing fundraisers, events, et cetera, et cetera. What do you think now, since you can't do a lot of those things, campaigns should be, and candidates, should be spending their time doing? Well, that's a great question. And truly, I, I know we, we hear it every day. This is unprecedented times. Um, but with the work that we do, which is engaging human beings to try and persuade them to vote for our candidates uh, in the campaign world, this is really... Um, it's shifting everything that we know about politics, but there's still some foundation, foundational elements here that can't be changed no matter what. And that is still that campaigns need to be conducting voter contact. Um, this can't stop just because we can't be on somebody's doorstep or we can't be holding a clipboard at a parade maybe, um, but it's still about building those community relationships. And really this is a time to get creative because um, it's not just about expanding your digital programs, buying more digital ads, posting on Facebook more. While you should be doing some of those things, um, it's also about moving the offline organizing that we are used to, to an online setting. Um, so one of the biggest things I think is uh, building your base that's registering voters. And I know that Idaho has recently made it a little bit easier to do this. Um, and I'm sure that uh, Jesse or Lindsay can send over the, the link afterwards, mm -hmm. but the um, IdahoVotes.gov website now allows you to register to vote online. Um, one element of this that I think is really important to point out is that we love online voter registration um, and it makes it easier for folks to do when you don't have to print something out and send it in. However, there is a signature matching piece that we wanna make sure folks are aware of. When you sign your signature electronically, don't think of it as what you're doing at the, at the quick shop <laughs> or at the grocery store, really quickly scribbling it on there. This should, um, you should try and make sure that it matches your signature in real life as much as possible. Uh, um, so, you know, we see this sometimes with Republicans, they will try and toss out uh, ballots because the signature doesn't match uh, their registration or their ID. Um, so keep that in mind, just try and slow down, make it the best that you can uh, to match your real signature. But that is one of the ways that um, we see campaigns um, taking a step forward here despite our situation, and that's building their base by registering more voters. Um, and with the online voter registration, that makes it a lot easier. You can fold it into your programs digitally, um, you can talk about it more and uh, make it a priority of your campaign. Another thing that's really valuable um, is that this is an opportunity to clean up your list. So you'll hear that said sometimes um, during, you know, the summer months when you're out talking to voters, finding out if this is their right household, 
um, if this is their right phone number. Right now, we can be phone banking voters uh, to ask them questions like, Are, is your voter registration up to date? Are you still at this address? Um, what is the issues that you will care about most this cycle? Um, you can ID voters. Are they supporting Democrats? And you can broaden your universes because now we can fold more energy into that phone banking um, process. And that way, when we get to the GOTV time period, get out the vote, we have clean lists um, with good information for our, our voters um, and we know how to contact them, right? Mm -hmm. um, another thing is uh, promoting vote by mail, which again, that has been made easier by moving online. Uh, and I think that's at the same website. Is that right? Yeah. Jesse Lindsay? Yeah. 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 So yeah. You can absolutely sign up to vote by mail. This is a strategy that has worked in so many states um, over the years. In my home state of Kansas, we implement this as a strategy in our field efforts always. And that is that Voting is easier um, when you can vote by mail. You can take your time to review the candidates. You can vote from your couch, which is always appealing. Love doing anything I can from my couch, right? <laughs> Work from uh, home has been so, ideal. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Working in jammies, mm -hmm. right? Voting in jammies. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, vote by mail uh, is an excellent way to increase voter participation. And there's an education element around it right now because it is becoming more prominent with what is happening in the world. So using this as a time to educate voters on this process, to make sure they know that it's available and to help recruit and sign people up for this option. Mm -hmm. um, in that same vein and really a tactic that we use to pull all of this together really in, in the time that we're in now is to build your digital presence and your programs through digital engagement. So um, focusing on building up your social following, increasing your engagement with the voters, providing updates, a nice uh, selfie video is always great. Uh, make sure you watch <laughs> our selfie training though. Uh, I'll tell you how to sign up for that soon, but we have a video cool. on that. Uh, but yeah, making sure that you're engaging with voters and still building that connection one way or another. Um, maybe instead of focusing all of your emails on fundraising, you can focus on providing a video update or sending out what's been happening over the week, a legislative update, something of that nature, and something local to the community. Um, and then, of course, building your fundraising presence. Um, you still got to do some of those emails. Right. Doing some call time if you're a candidate. Uh, it's a tough time right now. Folks have a lot of uncertainty, but if you're honest with them and, um, you know, these are donors that know what is going on in the world, but also know the importance of this next election, mm -hmm. you can really uh, still make a dent in your fundraising efforts, even during this uncertain time. Um, we talked a little bit about list building, but there's still some creative ways in digital that you can focus on this. Surveys are always fun that ask for an opt-in of their email that can help with email acquisition, building your lists up, um, asking people to share content, you sharing other people's content, sharing good messages that are coming from other uh, allies, elected officials, um, you know, organizations like the Idaho Democratic Party. Um, and you can also do some relational organizing through social media, which I think we might talk a little bit about later on, but um, 
really focusing on different ways to engage voters rather than just a couple posts every few days. Pictures are always important. Yeah. Videos are great. Um, something that grabs attention more than just a long post. And then um, in this time period when you are doing things like this on the phone banking front, on the list building front, on the engagement uh, through digital content front, you should also be learning from voters to see how your message is coming across. This is a time mm -hmm. when you can really easily refine your message based on what you're hearing back from voters. And there's just so many different ways that you can gather that information. Um, but really listening, this is a great time to do that. Um, you can do that through the digital pieces we talked about. Also, teletown halls are always great. Video chat meet and greets. Maybe you set up a Zoom meet and greet or uh, Google Hangouts. There are free tools out there that you can use. Skype, um, Facebook Live. And uh, of course, like we talked about, um, just building relationships and having your supporters build out their relationships as well. Yeah. I know I ran through a lot there. No, but, that was a good. Uh, there's, there's a lot of opportunity here. People shouldn't overlook it. Yeah. I've been watching all kinds of different campaigns and whatnot. The Sanders campaign, the Biden campaign, setting up studios in their houses. And that's how yeah. they're communicating with voters now. It's very, very interesting. It's just we've never seen this and i hope that we'll never see it again like this but it's just been kind of fascinating to watch have you seen any campaigns that you think are just kind of doing this to the best of their ability that without lending an endorsement by any means but just any campaigns that you think are just knocking this out of the park yeah well you know actually the the most common theme i'm seeing is that from the ground level people are finding ways to connect whether that be through uh, like the the in-house uh, videos that they're doing, which is kind of fun because you get to see people's, uh, you know, real life, right. uh, which is always great. There's a lot of campaigns doing a lot of good work and a lot of organizations. And sure. truly, and not just saying this with my ASDC hat on, but the state parties are kind of leading the charge here. Um, Idaho, with your podcast, like, hey. who's thinking about this, <laughs> uh, you know, at the forefront, of course, Idaho is. So congrats to your state party. Um, we've been telling other folks that they should they should follow follow your lead because um, there are so many different ways to connect with voters, and you don't have to be a tech expert to do this. Um, mm -hmm. So you know, take a look at the content that's out there. I can't say any specific campaigns or anything like that because you know we we support every single Democrat, no matter where they land on the ballot. And, uh, but I, I have so much good yeah. work being done. So look local is what I, I guess I want to say there because local is really uh, leading the charge here. So Cheyenne, you mentioned uh, relational organizing um, and how campaigns can work to build that into their programs. So tell us a little bit more about what relational organizing is. Yeah, absolutely. So. Relational organizing or relational voter contact, RVC, you know, we always like to shorten it up there. RVC uh, is just really a new way of talking about one of the most important foundational elements of campaign work, which is using your existing network to amplify your reach. So, for example, um, relational voter contact really is about using the people who are already a supporter of yours to make connections with folks that you're not sure about yet or um, folks that are maybe new voters whatever the case may be asking them uh, from their personal connection 
to vote, to register to vote, to volunteer. Um, you know, sometimes you'll get like a text message or a call from a campaign that asks you to maybe, let's say, volunteer. Um, if it's someone you actually know, you're far more likely to, uh, you know, oblige their request uh, than you would if, uh, if it was a cold contact, as we call it. So someone you don't know, a stranger you don't know. But warm contacts, which are the folks that you do know, um, have such an increased likelihood of um, following through on whatever the ask is. So uh, a good way to do this is, you know, let's say you're having a county party meeting and a virtual one, of course, a fun Zoom mm -hmm. uh, county party meeting. And at the end of the meeting, you ask everyone to text three of their friends and ask if their voter registration is up to date. Now you have that handy link that uh, you can get from the Idaho Dems. Uh, so folks can go uh, make sure their voter reg is up to date, make sure it matches their name, their address, all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and if so, you can you know, ask them to sign up to vote by mail or ask if they're going to be supporting your candidate. There are so many ways that you can scale this into your already existing programs. This is already like the voter contact we do um, but it's personal and it right. makes it more effective. So um, you don't have to have a fancy tool to do this. Mm -hmm. There are plenty out there that are really great, um, but you can do this um, on your own. So maybe you're having a phone bank for a candidate already. At the end of that uh, phone bank, you say, before you leave volunteer, if you wouldn't mind, can you uh, text three of your friends? Can you text five of your friends or can you give them a call? And that will actually increase your effectiveness across the board. If you just ask that simple thing, um, you know, as part of your overall strategy, you're, you're much more likely. This, the stats are really impressive on this. Yeah. Um, it's, but simply, it goes back to the, the main point of all this, is you've got to build relationships, mm -hmm. and who better than the people who already support you, right? I've been known to be a really good relational organizer just by um, peer pressuring my friends into doing the <laughs> work that I need them to do for my candidates. You uh, are. <laughs> you are. Yes. <laughs> so I need you to show up to be in this parade. There, there's no questions asked. You cannot say yes. no. <laughs> my mom, she's like the number oh, yeah. one volunteer ever because, uh, you know, we relational organized mother. Yes. Hello, it's your daughter. <laughs> do you support <laughs> me or not? Exactly. No, I hear thinking you. even beyond our friends and family, yes. but you yes. know, checking in on folks. Right. Uh, you don't have to start it with, hey, friend from college I haven't talked to in 10 years. Uh, you know, are you registered to vote? You can say, you know, I was thinking of you the other day. I hope you're well. Mm -hmm. um, I know that there's a really important election coming up. I know you care about these issues, too. Um, I would love to just help you double check um, that your registration is up to date or uh, you know, see what issues you care about, tell you more about our candidates, yeah. all that good stuff. It, you know, yeah. I think I think lots of people, as I said, you know, jokingly, but actually being very serious, people do this a lot, and they just might not yeah, realize what a they're lot doing. Of people, like I can think of a lot of people in Idaho who do this all the yeah. time. And Absolutely, mm -hmm. they're cutting edge, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, RCV is a is kind of a a trendier way of talking about community organizing, relationship building, the foundation of mm -hmm. our campaigns, right? For sure. So we just have we just have 
greater access to um, make these connections with all the digital tools, texting, making phone calls. Um, our digital environment has made it easier to do this work. And so it's kind of going back to basics, but with new technology, right? Yeah. yeah. What do you think that local local and statewide, every level of Democrat can be doing in this time to really take advantage of these opportunities to prepare for November? Absolutely. I, I will say this, you know, we talk a lot about the campaigns who need to be doing um, incredible work right now. And I know that they are, uh, they're transitioning their programs to be more uh, online digital facing, but we can also do this as an organization, as the democratic party, um, you know, as someone who I work at the DNC now, but I used to work for the Kansas Democratic Party and my number one uh, folks, the first people I went to talk to when I needed something, when we had to get something done was our county parties, the local level, right? This is where we make the best connections throughout our communities, but it's also uh, the biggest opportunity here for us to build those local organizations, building our infrastructure. So. Um, Democrats should be using this time not just to pre prepare for this November, but building a base that's ready for every election in every cycle. We don't want to reinvent the wheel every time a campaign comes and goes. The party is the infrastructure that lasts. So for those folks out there who aren't involved in their local organization yet, please reach out to your state party so you can get connected. Um, there is such a need for folks to get involved at the local level. So it's really a good time to, you know, ask fellow strong Democrats, maybe your neighbor that you saw had a, a campaign sign for one of the local Dems, um, ask them to join you for maybe a policy overview from the candidate. You can work with the local party to set this up. Um, and then after that, you can follow up to request that they join you on your next virtual meeting. There are, there are steps you can take here to fold people in. We talked about relational organizing, but this is, there are new opportunities with folks being home. Think about all the students that are home from college right now, that are home from high school. Um, you know, students are very fired up on a lot of issues. Bring them in. Uh, this is, you know, there is a lot of technology involved in what we are doing in transitioning our programs and our organizational structures. And students have a good grasp on this because this is what they do already. Mm -hmm. Bring them in to help you uh, administer a meeting. Um, fold them in as a precinct committee person. And for the youth, you know, that might be listening now, this looks great on a resume. Yeah. So uh, have them have them help you out. It's, it's advantageous for both of you. Um, you can also use this time to build up your, your local infrastructures by organizing social gatherings, you know, Coming from Kansas, it is hard, and I know in Idaho you have the same issue sometimes where it's just like ingrained in society, you know, my my dad and my grandpa and my grandpa's grandpa before him, they've all been Republicans, so I'm a Republican too, you know, and you get that kind of uh, ingrained uh, logic in society. Mm -hmm. However, um, this, there's no better time than right now to show, show people you know, the values of the Democratic Party and to bring them in and to make it okay to be a Democrat in the community, right? So social gatherings are a really easy first step in that. So you can use some some virtual tools that we talked about, like our, uh, you know, Google Hangouts, Facebook Live, Zoom, Skype, whatever. 
to do some maybe virtual book clubs that meet once every few weeks, um, a policy discussion that you feature a local expert. Maybe there's somebody, a local health professional that wants to come in and talk about policy implications of what's going on, um, rural hospitals, right. things like that. A virtual happy hour is always fun. Um, clubs of any kind, virtual clubs. You can even do some subcommittees that can work on planning for your local organizations. Maybe you have a fundraising subcommittee, a phone banking subcommittee, a virtual events planning subcommittee, someone who helps you to put all this together. Um, and then of course you can start building that infrastructure through training, which is my favorite subject. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, well, speaking of trainings, we have the um, T3 training coming up in a little while. Uh, we've already gotten a lot of people here in Idaho to sign up for it, and we're really excited about that. So tell us a little bit more about this training program. Absolutely. And uh, I will tell you that Idaho is currently top five in the wow. country in, uh, in sign up. Actually, you know what? Top three. Amazing. Yeah. I check the numbers. You are top yeah. three right now in the country of signups, but there's still more time to close in on that lead. Uh, mm -hmm. April 5th is the registration deadline for T3. Don't tempt me with so, a good time. <laughs> don't tempt me with a good time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there is no better time than T3. It's just a party all the time. Uh, so T3 is our train the trainer program. It's an annual program um, put on by us at the Best Practices Institute. Uh, and really, this is the perfect time to take part in this program because it's usually, I mean, it's a 12 part six week course. So 12 trainings covering a whole variety of topics, um, all aspects of grassroots campaigning. We've got everything from you know, field and organizing to digital to boat builder, our, our online database, communications, research, political. Um, we cover the whole gambit there. Um, and it's 12 webinars over six weeks. So it starts on April 5th is the registration deadline. That's a Sunday at midnight Eastern time is the registration deadline. And I'm sure the Idaho Dems can get you the link to that. Um, I'm also going to tell you some ways that you can learn more about these and other trainings from the DPI. But um, the trainings are targeted towards volunteers, activists, local organizations, candidates of any type, um, really anyone who wants to build and refine those best practices for campaigns um, ahead of November. So we do this every year in the spring. Um, starting April 5th is the registration deadline. The first one is actually that Tuesday, April 7th. And then the webinars are every Tuesday and Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Um, and then it concludes on May 14th is the last one. However, you do not have to watch them in real time. Every Friday, if you register for the program on time, every Friday you will get an email with all the materials for the week, the test, the uh the recording the slide deck all of it um and so you can watch them at your leisure anytime before the may 24th deadline that's a sunday as well um and these are these are really intensive programs we do have a quiz that follows it's three to five questions we just use that to make sure that one you're completing the program and two that you're retaining the information this is a, you know, we can't get the head nods in the crowd, you know, that we normally would. So we right. want to make sure that you're understanding the concepts. 
Um, but it's a really good way to learn those campaign basics. And the folks that come out of these trainings uh, end up becoming uh, local leaders, local candidates, state party staff, campaign staff. Um, we've had so many success stories from this program. It's one of our favorite. Um, we actually had over 2,000 people last year take part in it from 57 states and territories. Uh, and I like to say across the world because Democrats abroad participated, several people in different countries. So, uh, you know, there's never a better time to complete this online uh, program. It's 100% virtual. Uh, it is a really fun way to connect with Democrats across the country as well because we have little interactive pieces you can do. Um, but also, it's just these skills are going to be needed every year. So there's no better time than when we're home and, uh, you know, we're running out of different uh, recipes to cook, right, <laughs> to yeah. take part in this program. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm sure that uh, Lizzie and Jesse over there are echoing my sentiments <laughs> on the baking front. I ran out of uh, I ran out of recipes. I make uh, the same things like over and over. So I just drove home and am now home with my family. What else do I do? So my mom has been cooking. She's a great chef, so just great you to be home. You are very lucky. I am very lucky. Seriously. Yes. It's mac and cheese for a while oh, yeah. this, in this household. Yeah. Carbo load. That's but, what I was doing, yeah. Exactly. Uh, so there are, you know, this is something you can do even while you're cooking. There you right? go. You can watch these webinars. Yeah. Um, but it's just a really good program. We hope you'll take advantage of it. Um, we need your help in November. This is the most important election of our lifetime. And these skills will teach you how to be an effective campaigner. And we need that on the home front too, right? Idaho oh needs it just as much as this country. We all have work to do. So I hope you'll take advantage of that. Yeah. Um, one little thing I wanted to add about this too is that uh, this program will teach you the fundamentals of campaigning. We are going to try not to alter it too much to our current situation because we these are still the core skills that you need to learn right. so that when we're out of this situation, uh, you know, we have we still have those foundational skills. But we are launching a separate new series of webinars that are dedicated to moving offline organizing into the digital space and building your infrastructure like we talked about earlier. Um, you can sign up for our BPI newsletter at democrats.org to stay updated on that series. And I'm sure that the Idaho Dems would be happy to share that link uh, to get you right to that Absolutely. page. Our next one goes out on Wednesday. It's just a monthly newsletter, uh, and we hope you'll read through it. It goes out Wednesday next week, so please sign sure. up before then so we can make sure you uh, you get all of that information. But, yeah. Uh, Wednesday, April 1st. Great. Yeah, this will be up March 31st. Yes, on, on Tuesday. And so tomorrow, when this is when you're oh, listening tomorrow. to this. Yes. Tomorrow, yes. <laughs> and we'll make sure to include all the links to all of these opportunities in the awesome. description for sure. Notes. Yes, That'd in the pathetic. notes. I speak in YouTube, apparently. Um, <laughs> this is show notes, not the description yes. box. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. My apologies. <laughs> I'm strict on those, yes. so you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Cheyenne, thank you so much for being on here. It's been sure an interesting time, but hopefully, as you said about you know BPI and some of the other T3 work, is hopefully sooner rather than later we'll be out of this and yeah. we'll still be able to teach people how to be a great candidate regardless of the 
post-pandemic world or not. Yeah, post-pandemic life. Yes. We're all looking forward to it, especially us working on these campaigns and itching to go knock some doors. Yeah, sooner rather than later, hopefully. Yeah. So, well, yeah. thank you so much. We'll let you get back to all of your impending um, webinars and <laughs> conference calls. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing like a lot of pre planning there. Yeah, be, yeah. We'll all be veterans at Zoom by the end of yeah. this for sure. Oh, yes. So, uh, well, thank you all so much for having me. Uh, thank you to Jesse and Lindsay uh, for putting this together. Very uh, excited to talk to the Idaho Dems whenever I can. So, yeah. thank you. Of course. We'll talk to you later. Have a great weekend, I should say. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what are those now? Right? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye, Cheyenne. Bye. Bye. And that's a wrap for today's episode with Cheyenne Davis. Uh, We're really happy that she decided to come on uh, and call in all the way from D.C. Um, Yeah, we're we're really hoping that uh, this time we'll, although it's pretty challenging, we're trying to figure things out as we go, that we'll be able to um, end up doing better than we ever have with voter contact and, and voter turnout. Um, and yeah, we're just really glad that we had Cheyenne today. Yeah. You know, as we were having this conversation today with Cheyenne, it really made me realize like, sure, this is a really trying time and a lot of, we don't know what's going to happen. Uncertainty, I guess is the term, but there's actually some really exciting things that you can do as a candidate and as a local party and all these kinds of things that I'm really excited about seeing what happens once we're on the other side of this and seeing how much great work we did and and everything that came along with all the different tools that we're going to be able to use so really excited to see it and Cheyenne really kind of pointed all that out and I think now um if you're able as a candidate or a county party if you're able to still end up um making contact with people and making an impression on them and making them want to be active Mm -hmm. in their communities and in politics then you're really standing out uh, from the candidates who don't um i mean Mm. now is a a time like you can still contact people but you just have to try a little harder or in a different way than you normally would um and that'll really make you stand out to people i think and the one way you stand out is by winning elections and the easiest (laughs) way to make sure you do that especially in may is making sure that not only you request an absentee ballot but that you tell everybody and anybody in your circles and that you're talking to on your campaigns to request one as well and now uh, as after some pressure that we put on and i think that everybody around the state put on the secretary of state has made that option available online so you don't have to print you don't have to mail you don't have to take it in it's really really easy so we're really excited about that that will be in the show notes make sure that you do it and everybody you know does it because nothing's better and cheyenne mentioned this in the episode but what's better than voting in your jammies I mean. Seriously. <laughs> no, you guys have no idea how excited we were when we found out that yeah. that change was made and that we can submit our absentee ballot request forms online. Um, no printing necessary. We were very, very excited. Um, and we will continue to fight to make this election in May as accessible as possible Yes. Um, under these circumstances. So sure. we hope that you'll join us in that effort. Um, in the show notes below, you can find ways to share your voice um, and encourage our Secretary of State to make this election more accessible. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to... Now I'm just pumped up to vote in May, but... I know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank... We've requested our absentee ballot. Yes, we have. Yes, we have. Um, and it took literally, like, one minute. Um, 
so no excuses if no. you have a computer and you're able to do that yeah for it's sure literally five seconds so mm-hmm. well anyway we'll stop rambling about <laughs> absentee voting id potters i don't we have to come up with a name <laughs> for our listeners but <laughs> yes well we'll call that a wrap on today's episode please everybody stay home stay stay safe stay healthy and uh make sure you vote stay tuned and stay tuned we yeah still be here. we'll be here and we'll uh we'll catch you all next tuesday thanks for listening thanks, bye guys bye.